Winona Forever is brought to you by the Cage Club Podcast Network. For more podcasts about movies and nostalgia, head on over to cageclub.me. Hi, I'm Lindsay Gibb. And I'm Rekha Tulsaram. And this is Winona Forever. We're back mm-hmm. uh, with another edition of Winona Forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about Turks and Caicos. It's a TV movie that came out in 2014. Um, and it stars Bill Nighy, Christopher Walken. You know, I was trying to do a Christopher Walken impersonation before. Oh. I can't do it. Christopher Walken. I can't, <laughs> the way he talks is like Monday. I don't even know what he says. It's just super, I don't know. It's so original i don't know <laughs> yeah chris was wondering if he still talked he talked like that if he w- when he was like young like a young christopher walken did he always talk so like much? stilted yes stilted. uh i've seen movies with him when he was younger i can't remember though i'm just thinking of like annie hall and that was creepy like i don't know he was just annie yeah he was the, annie hall's brother oh. he's in the car and he's this weird monologue anyway and job, that scene was in the jawbreaker record dear you Oh. And the Jet Black is just that monologue about him wanting to drive into the headlights of the oncoming car. Yes. This <laughs> ref- <laughs> sure. Jawbreaker. Uh, so this movie is about Bill Nye. He played, and he's a character named Warker, John Warker, I think. Mm-hmm. But he goes by a different name. He goes by in many, the, many names. Yeah. yeah, he has an alias. But he's a retired spy living in Turks and Caicos. And he just accepts basically an invitation to go for meet Christopher Walken for a drink. He doesn't know who he is. But Christopher Walken recognizes him or something. And he ends up at this dinner with some, or drink thing with some, you know, potential mob bosses. And, you know, Winona's there, and she... It's a whole thing, (laughs) the movie. (laughs) It is a whole thing. There's, like, a murder, but there's there's not much violence in this film. And it's more of, like, a... a Political political crime drama or something. Crime drama, yeah. There's a lot of talking, a lot of mental games, I think. Yeah. The best way to describe it, uh... And men, old men. <laughs> yes. A lot of people who seem like they would have retired to the island, but only Bill Nye is the one that <laughs> kind of did. And then apparently, yeah. okay, so one of the mob, potential mob bosses at this dinner ends up being, I won't say who, but maybe I will. It's Christopher <laughs> Roy, a CIA agent. Right. Uh, and then he gets help from two former people in his UK, U- England office. Or uh, one person. Bill Nye does. Yeah. Bill yeah, yeah. Nye. Yeah. Uh, Helena Bottom Carter, which was. And Ewan Bremner. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, uh, what's his name? From Spud. Sick Boy. Not Spud. Sick Boy. Spud. Spud. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know. Train spotting. spotting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, guy from Cool Runnings is in this too. Oh, did you know that that the cop was in Cool Runnings? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he looks familiar just from looking at him on IMDb, and then I looked him up, and he was his 
character's name was Yule Brenner in Cool Running. Oh. There you go. Just I haven't seen that movie in a long time. The Jamaican bobsled team. You and Bremner. Anyway. <laughs> yes, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, there's You're something like, that just say that name. <laughs> yeah, it's too much. Uh, it's too confusing. There was a friggin' lot of people in this movie, though. Like people kept showing yeah. up. Ray Fiennes was in this. Yeah, just I just felt like it was quick. a very uh, star-studded cast for like Quite. a TV yeah. movie. The director, I looked him up. Uh, he didn't really direct that many things, like weird no. TV movies, but he wrote the screenplay for The Hours. Yes. Which. He's more of a screenwriter, it yes. seems. Yes. Yeah. And you can tell by this film, it's. Oh my God, it's so written. It's very written. But like, I kind of enjoyed that aspect of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like writing down lines and stuff. Oh, really? Because I was really into the way people were talking in it. Mm-hmm, interesting. <laughs> you you were less into that? anything. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, Winona's character has a little takes a little turn. Yeah. I found, yeah, she, I, first, everything was confusing in this, but she was very. Confused. She was in the first scene, and she's with Christopher Walken, and he walks her to her door, and she says that she's not interested. But the way she says she's not interested is really good. Yes, that's what I took note of. That was really good because she, he asks, uh. He says, well, why don't I come inside? I can make you a drink. And he's like, she's like, the, um, the only problem is I'm not thirsty. Yeah. I was that like, was yes. good. <laughs> uh, but, and then he kind of calls somebody at the same time and says, oh, I, I don't, I can't, I can't get the information or it's, I couldn't get in or something. Right. I don't know what that was about, but that was the first scene with Winona. And so we do find out that she's like a PR person for, she says she's That's a, no. She is she, yeah, a PR yeah. person. For <laughs> I the, read the description of this, and it said she was a liaison for the company that those like three guys that were eating with or whatever having drinks with them, right? Christopher Walken. And I'm like, what does that mean? Like, I, yeah, maybe she was a PR. She person. said like it's very corporate confusing. PR or something okay. like that, or financial PR. There and someone was like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Well, or Bill Nighy was like, what does that mean? <laughs> She just seemed to be hanging around the guys and yes. knew a lot about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's bad stuff to know. Some bad stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the weird thing about this movie is that it's the second part of a three-part series. <laughs> right. I only found out that today. So I don't, Oh, I so you'd already watched it. I'd already watched yeah, it, yeah. and I didn't realize there was another I think I also... Like, I only watched it this morning, but then Matt was like, so this was uh, part two of a, like, three-part thing, mm-hmm. which, I don't know, like, seems like one of those British, even though I think this was by PBS, um, like, one of those, you know, British short series that has just, like, three one-hour, like, three, you know, movie-length things like Sherlock or something, mm-hmm. um, or Wallander. So this was the Warwick or trilogy or something i think it's called warwicker trilogy because oh, that's his last name yeah yes uh so i think in the first one he was an mi5 agent and then gets run out of england because he knows too much about like the prime minister and his like dodgy dealings and rachel weiss isn't it right which is intriguing now so yeah it's like <laughs> you're like I find right. the first one but um I, I didn't read up on what happens next after this one but um so this is the one where he's in hiding and then people find him. And, but I wrote like really early on, like there's a nice little mystery of who Bill Nye and Winona are, but like 
yeah Winona's a mystery because she's only in this part but like everybody would know who he was <laughs> because yeah. they'd watched the first part <laughs> it's true we did not we just jumped right in even like even the guys who played like the gangster guys were all I, I wouldn't know them by name if you just like said their names but like they came on the screen and I was like even these guys are they're guys very like famous they're not been in everything yeah, yeah. Dylan Baker James Naughton, that name, at least by name, sounds familiar. And Zach Grenier. Oh. Zach Grenier played Dido, the guy that got oh, Dido, yes. killed. He was familiar. He's all been in them. everything. All of them, yeah. That guy. They're the guys who've been in everything. They're all, they're all schmucks, too. They all play schmucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were. And I was just like, these are the guys that I expected to be like more like bit players. But no, even them. They're mm-hmm. famous. <laughs> and Rupert Graves was in it, too. He was the guy who played Sterling. Oh, yes. The, like the businessman that uh, Helena Bonham Carter right. worked with. Roger Sterling. Right. That wasn't his first name. It was his last I name. I think that's... Or Sterling Rogers. No, it was oh, Sterling Rogers. I right. think it's because I'm getting confused because of Mad Men because there's Sterling... Roger Sterling. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because they called him Mr. Rogers at some point and I was like, Maha. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Turks and Caicos. They're also com- talking about Turks and Caicos like nobody knew what it was. Yeah. They're like introducing the island to the watchers, the viewers. So like it's a <laughs> well, or they were saying it like that none of them knew what it was, except for that it was the place that you go to like where the, wander your money wander your or money, something. Yeah. Which maybe it is a place that people use that it for that. <laughs> yeah, but certainly. But no, they. I just feel like it, they, even they were just like Turks and Caicos. Like, I don't know, which is just a, such a f- strange. They're like, what's this foreign land? It's like, <laughs> right. It's, I don't know. It's they island. were describing it a lot. Like it's, they use American money, but it's run by the British. Mm-hmm. There weren't a lot of people on the island. They only showed the you know the few in the, the few white hotel. people and the two workers and the two cops. Right. Yeah, because there was a woman that Bill Nye knew somehow. I'm not sure if we would have found out in the first one how he knew her. Or, if it, or yeah. I kind of doubt in the first one he made it. Like, it was kind of... I bet it was like, he was leaving. Who knows where he ends up. Now we find out he ended up in Turks and Caicos. Mm-hmm. And he's befriended this nice... Lady and her son. And her hotel worker and yeah. her son, who he babysits occasionally, I guess. Yeah, who knows if she was even a hotel worker before because he asked her, did you get a job? And she said, you either here, you either serve rich people their food or give them their money. Like oh, by working at interesting. the bank. So and maybe they, yeah. she, he's like, so which one are you doing? And she's like serving them food. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was a lot of like horrible rich people in this. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it was about horrible rich people. I'm sure the first one was about horrible politicians. This one also kind of is, but more these dudes who are like developers, developing or like Ill- like holding prisons, like yeah, camps, detention detention centers. camps for prisoners of war. I yeah. guess, yeah. Um, the weird thing about this, and I think it, when I read about the first one, it sounds the same. Like it's very much about corruption and about the, him trying to like uncover the corruption. But being stalled Mm -hmm. and like, so in the first one, I think he was trying to show something the prime minister was up to to something. Yeah. Yeah. And then he wasn't able to, but he was able to help Rachel Weiss or whatever, like 
find information about who like the Israeli army killing her brother in Syria or something like that. So he was like, he was able to do something good for someone, but he had, he like threw out, they, they said that he like threw out the information about the prime minister in like a garbage can <laughs> somewhere Oh Lord. because I guess he just couldn't share it because it was too dangerous anyway. And then in this one, it's like, they're trying to, show that these businessmen have are like trying to like launder the money that they made doing these detention centers through like hotels yes. in, in Turks and Caicos to be like, this is what we spend our money on or whatever. And all they really get in the end is like millions of dollars for out of these guys that, that the CIA wants back to America or whatever. Yeah. Like, Maybe I don't fully understand what happened, but it doesn't feel like there was justice. It didn't seem like that was the legal thing to do. It was just like, okay, you guys can go ahead. What you're doing, just give us some money, right? That's pretty much what, like, it didn't, nobody was going to go to jail. Nobody was going to get, like, the prime minister was still going to have a cushy, like, little secret account and stuff. Yeah, they were just going to lose a lot of their money, which made yeah. them very upset because they were all like everything that was the corruption to them was still going to happen. <laughs> but Bill Nighy got a nice paycheck. Well, I don't know that he did. He did I think he get a this, cut? No, he was just going to get let go. That oh. he said, "I agree to help you get the money," like because uh, Christopher Walken's um, purpose was taking money back to the U.S. that was like U.S. money that had oh, been like weird. taken or whatever. I don't know. He just kept talking about how the U.S. used to be powerful and now they were like had lost money. I don't know. And they were trying to get this, back what they was kept theirs or something. Recession, the financial, these, right. poor, these poor rich men were talking about their finances Pretty for much. a lot of the movie, which <laughs> is why much. I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> help. But like, and, and I feel like Helena Bonham Carter, cause she, she like risked everything. She was, she'd, been a spy i guess i don't mm-hmm. know i don't even know i should look to see if she was in the first movie but they act like she at least had a relationship with bill nye before and was a spy and blah blah and she got out of it and she was working for the sterling rogers guy mm-hmm. not knowing i guess that he was doing dodgy things but uh then she agreed to spy and she said not to like get back with bill nye or anything but and she's like, I didn't ruin my whole life for you. I did it because I think it was the right thing to do, and mm-hmm. that I and I and I don't agree with torture. <laughs> That's the way she put it. I think torture's bad. <laughs> it's like, oh, good on good on you. Torture's not very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I thought, but what did you do? Like, did you stop the torture? It doesn't feel like you no, did. It, it feels like, like you just, just took the money. Like, I don't think she got any money either. I like. But like you got the money back for the CIA, like that doesn't seem like it I know was they they blackmailed blackmail the guys and said we're gonna expo- you know share this information if you don't do. But why didn't they just share the information? It's bad information. Right. Share it with the media. The and media, with the, the yeah, press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get like, those guys. That's bad. They don't want you don't want that to happen. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think maybe what this series is saying is like corruption. There's all this corruption and getting like cutting through it is a whole corrupt business in itself. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It was not satisfying. (laughs) I don't know if the third part is satisfying. Uh, but when, what was happening with Winona? Like she told this story to Bill Nye that was like, what was she saying that she was raised by her father and that he just like, let all her f- his, his friends, friends like, like take, be with her yeah, or something and, and, and well. him yeah like oh his his friends really enjoyed me and so did my father yeah and 
he's like, oh, the like he doesn't say this, but he kind of is like, oh, this is why you don't eat anything and you're just drinking all the time. Yeah. And he was like, have you talked to anybody about this? And then she like went off to the bathroom or whatever and then came back. And then and her character completely changed after that. Like, I feel like then she <laughs> right. just like, I'll help you. I'll tell you everything. Yeah. I'll uh, and then escape. Yeah. And she got away from those dudes, which is good. And some, I guess, I don't know. And a lady who was the accountant for all those guys showed up and like also sold them out. I don't know. Yeah. And that was, I don't know. The whole thing was strange. The whole interaction. I didn't understand everything that happened. I'll say that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not sure that watching all three would have helped. (laughs) And I read some review on IMDb and the person really liked it, really enjoyed it, but they enjoyed it because they watched it a couple times after a few times. Yeah. I feel like watching it more times would help. I'm like, but I don't well, want to put, you know, six hours into this film. No, that's you know? fair. That is fair. I, so one of the lines I wrote down that I liked was when he, um, so Bill Nye was talking to the lady he was friends with who was the maid and she was in, she led him into Christopher Walken's room because they were trying to figure out who he was, I think, at the time. This is before they knew right. he was CIA and he was just trying to find out who he was. And then he said something like, does he have girlfriends is he celibate and she said celibate sure if celibate is a kind of fish i don't know i like yeah, that yeah. line it was just a good line <laughs> anyway i don't know <laughs> there was lines like that it was very written and i kind of enjoyed it i liked i also just like bill nye so much so i like listening to him talk i like listening to christopher walken talk I haven't seen Bill <laughs> Nighy since like Love Actually, so oh, I, yeah, that's not a great. No, it's not good <laughs> because I had that damn song in my head through the whole thing. Like from watching Love this, yeah, because that's how. Oh, I does see he him. sing a song in that? <laughs> Are you joking? I am. Oh, no, okay. I'm serious. I'm oh. being serious. I yeah, don't no, remember. I've watched that it once. annoying. Like love is all around me. Oh right. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. It's wow. bad, and it'll get in your head, and now I associate that song with Bill Nighy, and I, that's it. It's upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Love Actually once, <sighs> and I was like, why do people like this movie? I hate it. Actually, I, vi- I violently yeah. hated it. <laughs> I was like, actively like, I want to stop watching this movie. It's so terrible. It was, yeah, it's not a good one. Mm, yeah, it's not. I need better Christmas like films. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to find... Uh, what I like him from. So one of the things that he's known for on his IMDb is, of course, Love Actually is number one. But one of them is page eight. And that's the first part of this series. Oh, interesting. So I guess this is maybe a well-known series to some. Oh, he was very good in to this. Us. He's, he's a good, you know, fellow. Good actor. Salting the Battlefield is part uh three which i think actually came out the same day as this did or something it's at least from the same year so um that's something right there (laughs) where is what i like him from i'm trying to find i don't know if if i've seen him in other anything else i have seen him in oh wow he was in g-force which is a nicholas cage movie about Uh um guinea pigs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't remember if he's a person in it or a guinea pig, but there you go. Oh, he's in like Hot Fuzz and The World's End and stuff. You know, um, what's his name's movies? Uh, I'll get his name. His name is Simon Pegg. You know what? Simon I think Pegg I've seen G-Force. Yeah. Seen- <laughs> I, I'm glad you've seen G-Force because uh, Nicolas Cage was good in that <laughs> as a mole. 
<laughs> like literally a, a mole. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy <laughs> is what, because Matt was calling him slurred about Bardafest in while we were watching oh. it, because that's who he plays in Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, he's on notes in a sca- on a scandal, which I saw, which I liked. Oh, that was an excellent that. film. I think he's in some Harry Potter as well. So you know, things that m- many people have seen. I guess he's I don't think I've seen those. It looks like it's later Harry Potters, and I I've only seen the first couple. Uh, so I don't I didn't take note of who he was, but that's a thing. Anyway, I enjoy him. <laughs> I could I could go down a. <laughs> Bill Nye rabbit hole, I think. I could try and watch a bunch of stuff he's been in. He's been in a lot of damn things. Yeah, it it does seem like Minister... Oh, he's Rufus Grimm something. Anyways. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to be shot by all the uh, Harry Potter fans. (laughs) I've read it. I just don't remember everybody's names. Yeah, I don't know. The the names are all silly. Silly. What were you going to say about (laughs) Meeps? No, Meeps will get you for that. Oh, for not knowing. Well, maybe. Who? Maybe she'll. I wonder if she'll know. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) Uh, I I wrote down a really weird thing. I like when Bill Nye. This is a thing people do in movies. Hold their phone with their middle finger. Like he was talking on his cell phone, and he had a very small one, but he was just like (laughs) leaning it on his head, propping it up with his middle finger, (laughs) and I just was like. There's something I like about that. It's super weird. Yeah. If you notice weird like hand placements and things like that. Yeah. You couldn't do it with a big smartphone like that. But he had like a little like tiny phone. Yeah. With a tiny phone, maybe things are possible. possible. (laughs) Things are possible with a tiny phone. Uh, So I wrote down rich assholes who are hiding (laughs) their money and doing shitty things with their money. Hide out here. (laughs) I guess that was my... What, yeah. what they, how they tried to portray. The beach looked wonderful. Sure, It looked yeah. like, you know, a nice place to to have a little vacation, but there weren't sure. a lot of, I mean, they kept talking about all these hotels, but there weren't a lot of hotels or people. So, you know. Surely there's other parts of the island where there are people. I think call an, a movie Turks and Caicos, show us more <laughs> right. of Turks and Caicos. Make it like, you know, a promotional video for the <laughs> country like why not the whole island Uh, sell us on it i don't know i also liked the way the cop from cool runnings (laughs) talked about he was good the island because he also said something like i think talking about the people who'd like immigrated there or whatever like Mm -hmm. the people who are just hiding out there he said a lot of people come here and act like murder is a small thing and he was like nah I'm not willing to treat murder as like a yeah. push away kind of thing anyway um, but he yeah the way he talked when he sat down at the diner with him I was like into his speech as I well. also like the cops they weren't in uniform they just weren't like trousers just and shirts chill. And, yeah mm-hmm. it's very chill yeah and that lobster looks so good when yeah. they were eating the lobster That's on the beach true. the um, Bill Nahi and the boy yeah damn Sorry, it was good looking lobster. <laughs> was because you see them prepare the lobster. He's cooking it. He's doing all the yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's like he... a guy right next to them. Yeah, who's like cooking it on the beach. It did. It was a good that advertisement. Was the, that was good advertisement. That's probably why I want to go and eat You're lobster. Like, just Turks keep and showing Caicos. me the island. Someone from Turks and Caicos listening. <laughs> send us. You know, send us. <laughs> send us, us there. So we can. <laughs> there you go. You know. uh, too funny. 
So what was Winona's name? Melanie Fall. Melanie. That's what her name was. Melanie Fall. She smoked cigarettes in this one. Uh, Classic yep. Winona. She did. She did. Classic. <laughs> Throwback. She didn't drive. I no don't driving. think we saw her drive. Mm-mm. She was pretty much on the beach or in her room. Yeah. Um, or at the bar. Yeah. Drank a lot of scotch. Yeah. That seemed and to be beer. what she was she up to. Some, oh, yeah. She some drank beer. some beer. Yeah. yeah. Cerveza. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, and her hair was very windswept all the time. It was kind of a mess. Yeah. Because she was on the beach. Yeah. 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 Cause she had a lot of hair. She She had had, long long hair hair and it was Island. It was Island hair. Island Island ready. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I guess she was good, but, but I, did almost feel like I didn't get why her character was a part of the movie. Like, I didn't feel like if you took her character they out, needed to it put, would have done They anything. needed to put two women in it. They just needed some women. Three women. And they did. And Four, really. If you inc- count the accountant. Oh, true. The, yeah. the little, the accountant. Yes, who was a little, little person. person. Yes. yes. Um, so that's it. <laughs> those are the women. women. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I think those are all the women. <laughs> Helen Rodham Carter was good too. She I enjoy her to get the documents from Sterling Rogers mm-hmm. that proved that the pre- the prime minister was like getting a whole whack load of this money. Mm-hmm. And but she wasn't like you know as Helena Bonham Cartery as she could be. You know she wasn't like quirky. You yes. Mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> She was like a there was no Tim business Burton lady. Sla- yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was kind of business lady slash spy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like maybe she was a good spy, though. She, I felt like she handled it all well. Though, as soon as they revealed to that Sterling guy that they had information, he was like, did you do this to her? And she was just like... <laughs> and I was like, oh, should you not have hidden? <laughs> I don't know. But I guess she was always going to go on the run. So, yeah. The weird thing about the end when they're on the run so they go out to a boat, the cop helps them get there by taking away this guard that was, I guess, sent by the CIA to like yeah. watch him to get him back or by the British government, maybe. Um, so he they get there and they get on the boat, and then the m- movie ends, which I imagine the whole, f- all of the parts have this jazz. Because they do talk about at one point when um, uh, Ewan Bremner is talking to Helena Bonham Carter and like about her past relationship with Bill Nye, he says like you could stand the jazz. So I guess it's known that he likes jazz. I don't know, <laughs> but anyways, it it ends with this weird like bubbly jazz song as they're going off on this boat, and I thought they're running away with their only. Th- possessions like they're they're gonna have to be on the run for a long time why is it like romantic comedy bubbly jazz the music, the the music threw me i was like this is definitely the end because it has nothing to do with the rest of this movie in any way it was very strange yeah it would have been better with just the sound of waves yeah anyway let me direct it next time <laughs> <laughs> the fourth part should be directed by Rick. Oh boy. Well, I, you know, I kind of enjoyed watching it. I could see, uh, you know, it just being a confusing watch, especially out of context. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought it was well written. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. 
I, I actually was hoping for more more action as opposed to Fair. just the one unseen death. Like, come on. Fair. But I think that was the whole point to have like zero violence. Yeah. It's more about the politics, mm-hmm. which is, uh, I don't know, just complicated. <laughs> Very complicated. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like I say, it was a little weird because it felt like Winona's character wasn't necessary to the film. So, mm-hmm. but she was fine. <laughs> she was good in it. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, sure, I guess. She was fine. No, I'm just she thinking like, you know, this film where it's like takes place on Turks and Caicos. It's on an island. Island that's mostly black people that live there. Mm-hmm. You see it's a majority black people in the yeah, whole yeah, film, yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire film. Because it's, yeah, just about all these, it's all these people rich, from rich either people. the States yeah. or England. Really, pretty much the States. Oh, no, no, no. Not until Helena Bonham Carter and Rupert Graves show up. And like, why can't any of the black women be love interests? Why do you have to throw in the white women love, love, mm-hmm. love interests? That is my question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Truth. will always be Was my Winona question. supposed to be a films. love interest? I don't know what she was supposed to be. She was supposed to be information, but also there was something like maybe femme fatale-ish. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally thinking that too while I was watching it. I was like, uh, can we have any people of color as like actual main characters, not just like people who work on the island? Mm, like, the cop. certainly the, the cop. cop is kind of, well, no, he's not a main character. He's not in it enough. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's kind of interesting that how like the kid had never tried lobster, but he lived on the island and he had to have this British man show him what lobster was. And I was like, that's interesting about the privilege of right. like, you know, yeah, actually absolutely. living. And versus someone who's like, you know, visiting or whatever. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. <laughs> <Privilege>. <laughs> yes. This, I mean, it really was. It was really about rich people because also they were trying to say that Bill Nye was someone who uh, had been a civil servant mm-hmm. and. Uh, they were like, like, or at least the guy Dido who got killed, he was like downgrading the idea of a civil servant as if they're, they're a person who like takes money from people who takes chances, which are like the money making businessmen or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so there was like this whole dynamic of like, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, (laughs) um, privilege and like. I don't know, hierarchy of like, also like, yeah, where you're from and that kind of thing. Like they were really talking about the States, especially the CIA thing. And (sighs) yeah, when they were talking about the recession, the whole money, like it's, it's, yeah. yeah. The Mm. next film. Oh, well, so we'll, yeah, as experimenter. Interesting. I have seen, I have no expectations for this movie. I just, cause I don't know anything about it. I saw it, but it was on in the background and I didn't You didn't focus. like watch it. Yeah. I was thinking about this Turks and Caicos that clearly you would never have watched this before. Like yeah. <laughs> it would not have come across the radar. No. Yeah. Fair. Uh, yeah. And this Winona Wednesday that this comes out is my birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thanks. From Winona. No, it's not from Winona. <laughs> It's my 40th birthday. Are you serious? Yeah, serious. It's a big one. Whoa. It's a big one. 
So yeah, if you're listening to this right on the day it came out, it's my birthday. Or, you know, I'm already 40. One of the, one of the other. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, a very happy birthday to you. Thanks. Celebrated it with Turks and Caicos. <laughs> uh, cool. Right. Well, now we get to go watch the experimenter. Mm-hmm. Come back mm-hmm. in two weeks. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Winona Forever is part of the Cage Club Podcast Network. Episodes produced by Chris Landry. Music by No Refunds. Hosted by Lindsay Gibb and Rakatil Saram. Contact Rekka and Lindsay at Winona at cageclub.me.